1: Countdown to kickoff continues ahead of week one. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts coming up at Lucas Oil Stadium with the call of the game on the NFL on Fox. The only broadcaster handling all four major U.S. sports. It's the great Kenny Albert, and it's nice to talk to you, Kenny. What's up? Great to be with you, JP. Here we are. NFL season is back. I'm curious, how difficult is it to manage all these sports at one time well september it's only football so uh get
2: started this sunday with the jaguars and the colts uh worked about eight baseball games over the summer and then the overlap does start in october when the nhl season gets underway and then i work some basketball as well um but september is football only and uh great to be chatting with you as we get set for the game this weekend uh along with my partners jonathan villamishan and spake we'll be heading to indy on friday uh as we tape this on on wednesday it is year 30 which is crazy with the nfl on fox hard to believe uh the other day it was the anniversary of the first ever uh fox nfl regular season games back on 9-4-94 and i had the la rams and the Arizona Cardinals before the Rams moved to St. Louis. It was their last year in LA prior to the move. And that seems like yesterday. And um, here we are uh, 30 seasons later. Couldn't be more excited to get started. And, um, you know, similar uh, with what you do, I'm sure. uh, The preparation for a Sunday game starts on a Monday. uh, Usually watching prior games, doing a lot of reading, putting together charts and spotting boards and pouring through statistics and press releases, and then Friday we'll head over to the Colts practice in Indy and sit down with four or five players and coaches afterwards, and then we'll meet with the Jaguars Saturday when, when they get into Indianapolis. So uh, it's here, it's week one, and couldn't be more
1: excited. Kenny Albert with us. What's the the greatest moment uh, game memory of the first 30 years for you of the nfl on fox it's hard to pick one i'm sure
2: well it is hard to pick one uh there have been a lot of memorable games uh back in january 2012 a playoff game saints and 49ers four touchdowns in the last four minutes alex smith and drew Brees back and forth that's certainly up there more so than full games there there are probably memorable moments from those games uh, just last year, our crew had the the Raiders Patriots game, the crazy ending with the laterals and Chandler Jones with the interception, taking it back for a game winning touchdown. Uh, but then when I think back, um, and, and I chronicle a lot of this in in my new book, which is coming out next month, I actually list about fifteen of the the big moments that I remember from football games I worked. Uh, everything from Terrell Owens stomping on the Cowboys star after scoring a touchdown with the 49ers back in the early 2000s. I had the Michael Vick 46-yard touchdown running overtime early in his career in Minnesota, zigzagging his way up the field and then right through the tunnel. Uh, The Victor Cruz 99-yard touchdown reception from Eli Manning, which propelled the Giants into the playoffs in 2011, and they wound up winning the Super Bowl. Some crazy memories. You're probably too young for this, but in 95, right before halftime, Bill Cower shoving a Polaroid photo into the shirt pocket of referee Gordon McCarter. Uh, they were called for 12 men on the field prior to a field goal. They really only had 11. So I worked that game. Uh, the first ever punter, kicker, touchdown pass and reception. Miami Dolphins a couple of years ago on, on a fake field goal. And uh, so many more. Uh, those, those are the ones that stand out. Um,
1: but like I said, it, it's, it's a lot of, moments more so than full games the new book coming out a mic for all seasons kenny albert is with us i don't know what bill Cower would have done today with a tablet do you like shove the tablet in probably couldn't into the shirt pocket that's tough right that's a, that's a real tough one Um, uh, kenny what was your last jaguars game um i actually looked it up this week it was the opener
2: in 2018 against the giants up at metlife stadium okay so and- not many
1: players remaining from that one well, I mean, that was that 2018 season was coming off the playoff run for the Jaguars, right? And had a similar feel to what this Jaguars team's going through. Off the playoff run last year, a lot of anticipation going into that 18 season. And hey, right now the Jaguars turn this thing around quick from those years, right? They had the, the back-to-back number one overall picks, they've had coaching changes. Uh all of a sudden they rally in December and win the division last year. Now it's it's amazing how fast you can turn around an organization in two, three years time. And they've done it here in Jacksonville. At least it feels like, what do you think? Absolutely. And it's sort of
2: reminiscent. I remember doing a couple of games early on uh, around 95, 96, 97, when the Jaguars first came into the league. And I specifically remember a game. I'm pretty sure it was 95 meeting with Tom Coughlin for the first time. And then the next year, they have the great success in the playoffs as did Carolina, the two expansion teams from 95. So uh, I've always been a big fan of duck Peterson uh, did many Eagles games during his tenure there. And uh, he's done a terrific job in Jacksonville watching the progression of Trevor Lawrence and the entire team. Uh, Haven't worked a game, like I said, since 2018 involving the Jaguars, but watched the playoff games last year. And in preparing for this game, uh, very excited to sit down with, with Doug and Trevor and a couple of the others on Saturday and then call the game on Sunday.
1: What is it about Doug Peterson and his style that relates, that that wins over um, a meeting room, a locker room?
2: Well, first of all, at least in the production meetings with the television crews, he's just a regular guy. You know, he walks in and some of these coaches, you know, I, I remember back in my early years, uh, my first game I mentioned earlier, it was Buddy Ryan and Chuck Knox. Now, I was really young at the time and, and they were in their late 50s early 60s but they were such intimidating presences and you kind of had that same feeling you know early on with Tom Coughlin Bill Parcell some of those old school coaches um but but Doug just makes you feel comfortable makes you feel at home um you know I remember calling his games when he was a backup quarterback with the Eagles uh well he was the starter actually until Donovan McNabb took over I had a number of their games back in the 99 season when when Andy Reid was in his first year as head coach and Doug started, I think the first six or seven games, and then they made the move to Donovan. So I do remember him as a player as well. But uh he's just a gentleman. I mean, he's a guy who was coaching high school football not too long before he won a Super Bowl as a head coach. So uh he's done a great job. And I know uh, you know, he's looking to become the first to win a Super Bowl as a head coach with two different franchises. So uh the Jaguars are certainly on their way and uh, you know, should certainly uh, uh, be a contender for a playoff position this year once again.
1: Kenny Albert, NFL on Fox with us, Jaguars-Colts coming up. Well, you know what helps a head coach have great success is a franchise quarterback, and they seem to have one here in Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence. And we all know what happened his rookie season not an ideal start for him, but a reset last year. And about halfway through, he really started to figure it out and calm down and not throw these awful interceptions he was early in the season. But that growth can continue now. Everybody's back. This is this is a rare moment that everybody almost is back from an offense and a defense, for that matter, from last season before all the contract things happen in the next year or two. And that can help the quarterback continue to grow. But what can that growth do yeah, for the football team, but for the organization as a whole, when you have a franchise guy.
2: No, you're right, JP. That continuity, having just about every starter back is huge. You know, we've seen teams that have had success in the past just get decimated in free agency, lose players along the way. Um, but when you talk about Trevor Lawrence, you know, I think back to so many quarterbacks um who didn't necessarily have that success right away or even play the much the first year. Um, you know, Drew Brees sat Uh, His first year out in San Diego, Uh, Aaron Rodgers sat for three years in Green Bay behind Brett Favre before he got an opportunity. And uh, you think back to Troy Aikman and Eli uh, Manning and Peyton Manning, their first years, uh, you know, the stats weren't that great. It was a learning experience. So it does take time. And uh, when you look at what Trevor did last year during the second half of the season, uh, you could tell just the confidence is building, um, you know, working with with Doug Peterson and the coaching staff. Uh, you know, for the first time and, and just growing each, each week. And uh, it certainly uh, uh, plateaued up during the latter stages of the regular season last year into the postseason. And the Jaguars uh, certainly hope that it carries over uh, to the start of this season.
1: Kenny, uh, how do you defend this Jaguars offense? There's weapons everywhere. They've got a running game. If they want it, they can throw it around. They've got a tight end or two. Um, They've added Calvin Ridley. Uh, overall across the board there might be better star players at skilled positions around the league but pound for pound they can hang with almost anybody
2: no you're right and defensive coordinators are going to have some tough choices as far as who to double team for example uh i saw calvin ridley play so many games in atlanta and he's obviously a top talent in the nfl so i can't wait to watch them on sunday and Uh, You know, the Colts are a team that headed in the other direction during the second half of last season, losing their last seven games. They made the coaching change from Frank Reich to Jeff Saturday. Now they bring in Shane Steichen from the Eagles. Um, So, uh, again, Colts are going to have some decisions to make defensively, and uh, it should be a lot of fun to watch.
1: Final thought with you, and speaking of the Colts, yeah, a lot of changes there. New head coach, as you mentioned, but new quarterback as well. Running back issues. There's a lot going on in Indianapolis. But just the unknown of week one can be a challenge. Uh, What is that going to look like with Anthony Richardson? What do the Colts actually roll out there on Sunday in terms of a scheme? You you don't really know. So week one has a lot of surprises most years. Well, I'm sure the Jaguars, and I've read it, they've been watching a lot of Eagles tape,
2: uh, which is where the head coach Shane Steichen, as we just talked about, came from. Uh, Excited to watch Anthony Richardson, to sit down with him on Friday and hear his thoughts Uh, I watched their last preseason game against Philadelphia and you could just see the, the, the size, the strength, the athleticism from all accounts. He's so smart, both on and off the field, Uh, only 13 starts in college. So not a lot of experience, but uh, at the running back position, you know, you mentioned some flux with Jonathan Taylor missing at least the first four games. Uh, They do have some young wide receivers and uh, some weapons around Richardson. So uh, we'll see what happens, but you're right. Week one, You know, we get these assignments months in advance for week one and you spend so much time focusing on week one and then the game's over and all of a sudden you have another one in seven days. And I'm sure it's the same way for the players and coaches. But uh, everybody's record is is even everybody's zero and zero at this point. You know, at least until the the Chiefs and Lions kick off on on Thursday night and uh, a lot of optimism, I'm sure, in
1: all 32 NFL cities. It's the 30th year of the NFL on Fox. The only game broadcaster that's been there for all 30 is Kenny Albert. And uh, it's great to visit with you. Appreciate the time, Kenny. And Howie Long and Terry Bradshaw in the studio as well.
2: (laughs) Uh, They'll be out in LA, but great to chat with you, JP. Um, Enjoy the game this weekend. And uh, hopefully we'll see you there along the way.
0: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
2: Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile?